Hey, I'm Robbie Kramer. You're listening to the Leverage Podcast, where we discuss using your social skills to hack dating, travel, finding your dream job, and becoming a complete man. How about you, Jacob? Um, I'm good. I've been been doing my dating approaches. It's been pretty good. I had quite a good experience yesterday where I only did um, or only complimented girls. So if I saw someone I wanted to approach, I just went up and complimented her if I was afraid. And I did that like six or seven times. But after like five times or something like that, um, I was just more relaxed when talking to them, when doing the approaches. And with only like the pure purpose of going up and hitting one of them, it just slowly transferred into talking to them. And then I just didn't talk with them naturally for like five minutes. And then I got their number. Um, it, was, it was quite nice to just go up and give a compliment instead. So I've been doing that as well today. Mm. I had a date last night with a girl I didn't really like. So I just went to play some games with her. And then I went home <laughs> because I didn't want to bring her home. And nothing else really. Just chill, relaxing. Uh-huh. So why did you have a date with a girl you didn't like? Well, we matched on Tinder, and I thought she was cool, but she was she was quite short and quite chubby as well. She had uh, like double chin, um, but you couldn't see it on the photos. But I thought I thought she wasn't that attractive, but I thought she was like shaggable. But when she showed up, I was like, "This is not gonna happen." So we went for a one drink at one place. So I was like, "Okay, give her a chance." But then I was like, well, I want to go play some pool. And now I have someone to play pool with. So I can do that, which is nice. So I brought a place to play pool. And we played for like an hour or so. And I got a drink from her as well. So that was nice. And then I just led her to the station and said she uh, have a nice night. So, But I don't think she liked me either. Because you could probably feel that you didn't care. Yeah. (laughs) In a bad way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the problem with Tinder. You get catfished. Have you started to, I mean, you've been doing pretty well from Tinder, but have you started to kind of prefer day game over Tinder yet? Or are you still? Well, I'm getting the majority of my uh, dates from Tinder still. So I'm still preferring Tinder because that's the only dates I go on. But yeah. I'm, I'm trying this week and next week to get as many approaches as possible in and then uh, trying to go on some day game dates. Also, after you said that it's easier to go on day game dates than Tinder dates, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, so why have you been doing the just the compliment thing? What's the rationale behind that? Because it's it's more difficult for me to do the whole approach thing because I feel like I can be rejected. But if I only go up and give the compliment, I don't feel like I can be rejected. And every time I go up and give a compliment, I always get a really nice reaction or a neutral reaction. But if I go up and approach, I really feel like I put all my eggs in a basket. And then when I go up and talk to them, often, like most of the times, or like three out of 10, it would just not be a very good reaction. Not like a bad reaction or anyway, but they'll just be like, oh, okay, some random guy hitting on me and then they'll just keep walking. But if I just go up and give them a compliment, it's way nicer. And it gives me more motivation to talk with random people because I just, I get positive reactions every time I go up to a person. Yeah, but it's like, are you out to get good reactions or are you out to grow and meet someone cool? the process like what's your intention my intention is to um to force or get through things i find intimidating at the level i can do like push myself to the limit as much as possible and i feel like if i'm out and i'm afraid to approach and i just can't do it because i can't get over the mental hurdle i will still do the best i can which is just go up and give them a compliment it's, like it's, better it's, better yeah, it's better than nothing. Better. Yeah. But you don't grow unless you risk rejection. Yeah. The more you get rejected, the faster you grow. Yeah. Um, 
you know, like growing is painful, right? Like the process hurts, you know, like, uh, so if you're not getting beat up a little bit, you're not really, it's like you go to the gym, if you're not sore and tired and like, you know, you haven't really done much of a workout, you're not going to see a lot of results. So sure, the complimenting thing is better than nothing. But, you know, I'm, uh, I, I know you're really good at approaching. So there's no reason why you shouldn't be doing it and taking the risk. Yeah. The, the only problem is me being nervous. And I've been doing better slowly before. Um, That's like the whole reason to do it because you're nervous because you haven't done it enough. Yeah. Right. So the more you do it, the more you risk that rejection, the less nervous you'll be. You know, you got to get rejected a whole bunch of times before you're like, all right, whatever. This isn't so, this isn't so making me nervous as much because, you know, you, you know what the worst case scenario is. You've been in it many times and your body is no longer like, oh, you know, like it's, it's, you need to desensitize your ego. And you do it by what what do you do what do you do when you're too afraid to approach? I know this is a long time ago for you, but personally I find if I just go up and say and give compliments to girls, then slowly I just get more confident, then I'm okay with going up and doing the approaches. But how do you get through the mental hurdle of just being like, just do it? I know you, you're gonna say just do it, but what else can you do? Well if you can't do it right? Then, then you need a bet. You need a bigger reason to do it than to not do it. Or you need someone there like who's going to shame you worse than, you know, if the shame is worse for not doing it, than doing it, you'll do it. You might lose a lot of money because you don't do it. You'll do it. Like you need a bigger reason beyond I should do it. Like that actually doesn't work at all. The I should do it or just do it, it fails every time. Mm-hmm. But if you can just, you know, manipulate your psychology or manipulate your your you know sticks and uh carrots you know carrot is if you do something you get a carrot a stick is if you do something you don't do something you get hit with a stick right so you can you can play with either lever either you get more carrots and that motivates you to do it or you get a fucking bigger whipping stick and that motivates you to do it so like giving your friend uh 200 bucks and then and saying, if I don't do this within 30 minutes, you're having the money. Exactly. Okay. Gonna try that. You'll do it every day. That, that will definitely, something like that definitely works. <laughs> if, you want, if you want a surefire way, that definitely works. <laughs> yeah. Max, how, how have you just gone out for hours upon hours and still got motivation? Like not even being able to find a girl and then finally finding a girl. You're asking me how I get that motivation? Yeah. Um, I, dude, well, before I answer that question, I did ask a question for you. How many like warm ups or compliments did you do kind of openers and how many direct openers did you do? When? This week or like, today? Like, yeah, this week. Like, did you do any direct? Uh, I did. Six direct openers. Six, and how many compliment openers do you do? Probably around like 20. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, The reason why I ask is, okay, so, I'm gonna put this. Um, And I will answer your question about that. The motivation. I'll answer your question about the motivation and then jump back to that. So as far as motivation, you got to remind yourself every morning. Like I have a morning routine. You, got, you, got, you just got to remind yourself why you're doing this stuff. Um, and if you're, if you're not like, you know, fucking call your tribe leader or call Robbie or ask someone to post, you know, give me some motivation for doing this. Because I was... And literally, I was just about to do that <laughs> yesterday because I did not want to do my fucking approaches yesterday. I mean, like, dude, you, you have no idea how, like, 
the day before on Friday, I approached this girl at the mall and it was, it was like one of the coldest disses I had. She just like kept walking, didn't even respond to my opening. She right? Like, oh, come on. You know, like, my, like, look at you? sales pitch or anything. It's like, oh, the, best is, the best is when they do this, they do. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fucking bitch. Yeah. Uh. But, you know, uh, when I get in perspective, right, it's not like they told me to fuck off or you're ugly. It's just like, that's probably the worst it usually gets unless you do something really bad. But how will I put this? It's still fucked with, like, I, I still had that fuck with my head. I allowed that to fuck with my head because it's only happened to me. That's the only time that's ever happened to me. <laughs> okay. Mm. I'm like, how is it I've been doing all these day game approaches? I usually get such good reactions and now I have this bitch here, right? Like this, you know, and this, when I say she's a bitch, I mean, that's really just me being frustrated, right? It's not like she's a real bitch. Um, um, but like, I, I, I'm, I'm very wary. Like the fact that I can say that, right? It's not, I'm creating the anger and it's not like her causing me, like I'm, Doing that, it's part of my practice of managing my mental state. Okay, you just got to be aware of you know that monkey mind going on. You gotta you gotta be wary of that. Every that's why like I meditate every in the morning. Otherwise, I'm monkey mind the whole day. Right. That's why I journal every morning or journal in the evening when I'm done with my approaches. Just get my thoughts out, so I'm not indulging in that bullshit I tell myself like oh my god this is uh you know I'm no good at this or oh this is going to take so much work or I can't handle the rejection right um these are all ideas created by your mind it's not actually a real fact you know there's only what happened and then there's what you make it mean okay that's so important to manage that. Otherwise, you just suffer so much more. And if you are really, if your self chatter is like abusive to yourself or abusive to others at a certain point, you will, you create more pain and you'll check out. Okay. So just to make okay. it clear, what are you saying is meditate and journal so you clear your mind and then make sure that you got your goals in check every morning. Uh, you get up and you're like, this is what I got to do. And if you don't have the motivation, call someone and make, tell, make them tell you why you're doing this. Yeah, or you have a conversation. It's not up to them necessarily to make them tell to tell you, but it helps like if they share. Sometimes it's up to you to create your reasons why you need to be present to your biggest why. Like for me, my biggest why is to actually have a choice with women. Like so I can actually have family one day, but actually like live a life of abundance. Right, like that's why I'm doing this, and I'm fucking 45. Like, if it's not now, you know, it's not going to happen. Like, I keep t saying I can do this later, but like, no, I've been saying that for the last 10 fucking years. I'm done with that shit. Yeah, you know, actually longer than the last 15 years, last 20 years. It's a very easy to put it off, and then then you wake up and you wonder what the hell. How's it that is still at this time, and I'm still saying the same shit. Yeah, that's actually one of my, my problems is I'm 21, so I'm like, well, I can wait. Yeah, yeah, that's a very, <laughs> that's a very seductive thought for a, a people in their early 20s. But uh, it, let me tell you something. You might want to watch a TED talk like the 20s is not the new, uh, the 30s is not the new 20s or something like that. Basically, what you do in your 20s. Did you call it the 30s, not the Dominates the rest of your life. Whatever you do in the 20s, that sets the course for what you do the rest of your life. Okay. That's very true. Okay. Think about it. Like, I can tell you in my career, if Robbie can say, like, right now, what he did in his 20s, he's still influencing what I, what I did in my 20s. It's still influencing my career to this day. And, you know, the, and my social life, all of that. So, and you're most able to adapt and learn at your age, you know? Yeah. So yeah, like can... that time is so precious. It doesn't seem that way, but it it's probably the most precious when you're at your twenties. Yeah, because you can pivot so easy when you know, like you're in your early twenties, 
you you don't I, I think the biggest reason it's really interesting you bring that up Max I never really thought about it I mean I did th think about it a little bit but I think the biggest reason is you start to develop the like an identity and and there's so much like personal pressure to see that identity through it's like you can get I don't know, like I'm not explaining it very well, but let's say you, you know, you know, let, let's say you developed it. Like for me, I think I developed this, like I first I was working in a, in a bank and I was like, all right, am, am I going to be like a wall street guy? I'm like doing this, like, you know, on track to be like a wall street guy. I'm like, fuck, <laughs> I don't like this. I hate the office. This is shit. Right. And before that, I was like a poker guy in, in my early 20s. I'm like, professional poker? I don't know. That doesn't seem good. Blah, blah. And then like, you know, when I, I was in a position like, all right, I can either go work for someone or I could be like an entrepreneur. Right. And obviously, I'm, you know, what I do is I'm an entrepreneur. Like I do this and I have, you know, real estate deals and that sort of thing. But like I developed the identity of an entrepreneur because I experienced some work in an office. I fucking hated it. I also experienced like trying to be a professional poker player or athlete, like golf. I was like, that's not a life I really want either. So I developed this kind of identity as an entrepreneur. And I don't think that's, that's ever going to change, you know? Um, so I think it's really easy. Like, and once I develop that identity, like I have to see it through, um, and I'm like, I don't know if that was, you never really know if that was a good thing or a bad thing, but you know, I'm pretty happy with where it's gone. But I just remember there are some really pivotal moments in my early twenties, mid twenties, where it's like, if I stick with this career, like I'm, I'm going to be a fucking wall street, old fat banker. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. but I was able to change from that to an entrepreneur from a poker player. Like I, I made those changes all within like three or four years just trying new shit and doing new shit. And mm -hmm. none of those experiences, like I learned a lot from those experiences, but I, I it was easy for me to pivot out of them. Whereas now, right. like I could never pivot out of being an entrepreneur. I'm fucked. <laughs> if I wanted to like work for someone, no chance. If I wanted to like, even if someone offered me like, you know, a, like a eight figure position of a year and I, you know, like I would not take it. Like they offered me $10 million to work on wall street next year. I would not take it. Like, Is it because you're psychologically, I would just be nothing or like, you don't think you'd be able to. I could not show up to an office. Wise. I could not show up to an office and, and like, hmm. okay. I couldn't even wake up to a fucking alarm. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. like the only time I wake up to an alarm is if I have a, like an early golf tee time or like, I have to go to the gym or, or something, something like that's fun or maybe, maybe I've got a speech to deliver or something, but like consistently doing something that I don't like, I could never do it. I mm -hmm. would, there's no amount of money that I would do it for. Cause I would just want to kill myself like very quickly. <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't know if that helps, but. How, um, how do you say this? So I'm wondering what is the benefits of dating apart from uh, dating? Like how, how have you seen people progress and what benefits have you seen for people doing day game apart from just getting girls? You know, I, I can, I can tell you right now, if you want, like, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of half cooked here. <laughs> so Robbie can tell you, fill in all the rest no, of the I'd like to hear stuff. from you, Max, because you're yeah. in the trenches hardcore right now finally doing it, you know, how long mm -hmm. have you been in this group? Like four or five years, right? And about four years. Yeah. And like, mm -hmm. you've been, you know, you've always been playing and, and, and like, you know, participating, but you, it's not until recently that I was like, wow, Max is actually approaching girls. Finally. <laughs> Wait, so you haven't really approached girls for four years, Max? No, not, not, uh, not consistently, not, not, not to this degree that I'm doing this year. How, how consistently? It's like, um, you know, uh, when I was on like once, once a week and it's usually at night, night game. Right. 
I am hardly ever. And then sporadically, I do like take up some bets and do some day game stuff. And then I I fucking hate it because I go to this mall here and there's like no girls and it's like it's just you know that's that's the other thing and I'm still working with that. It's but there, there's a number of things. Um, like when you're starting off, you have all these fucking reasons, these quote reasons, right? Uh, or excuses to not do it. It takes so much fucking time. Oh my God, one hour, I only saw one girl. Um, oh, she's way too hot or she's running way too fast. I couldn't approach her. Like all, all this stuff, I needed a worm. I was so nervous, I'm so rusty, all this shit, right? Um, and I, I can tell you, like, in retrospect, one of the biggest mistakes you can make is just dipping your toe in while doing it. You know, like just doing it a little, like one or two approaches a week. You actually, it, it would be very, it would serve you very well to, you know, do like a week back, like, you know, like the key and I did, right? Or or have some sort of structure where you're, 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 you're pushing the number of approaches you do in a week or a day um, to a point that you, there's an actual reward. And I don't mean like reward in terms of, of um, like getting a phone number. I mean, you're past the worst of the fear. Like by the time you get to the third or fourth rep, your you know, nerves are down, right? Like that sort of reward right um you actually get a pattern because the first one is shit if you only do one approach a day you're actually conditioning yourself to be absolutely fucking miserable each time you approach because yeah. that's the worst one right yeah I, um, I did that for a month one approach every day and i hated it afterwards i didn't want to do it ever again yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's a really good point because really i i wasn't hard enough on people people would be like yeah i'm just gonna do one a day and i'd think like Okay, well, if I do one a day, I'm okay. But I'm I'm at a level where I'm I'm I don't really have to warm up. Mm -hmm. So that can work, you know. Like, but that doesn't work if, if you're new. Yeah, <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> Does that work? It's like, yeah. Look, look, ten days. Look, guys, like it was ten days since like I, I had a a, a coat week off, an involuntary week off. Um, and so I started approaching yesterday, uh, it was Friday, and you know, that took me some to warm up. And yesterday I started off at Whole Foods and I saw this girl, she was fucking hot and my heart was pumping. And I like, she walked by, I'm like, I know she's single, I just know it, right? Cause she's dressed up, she does not looking like a mom, she, she's looking nice. And I'm like, all right, all right, I'm trying to like get my nerves and everything. And then there's this fucking guy is already talking to her. I'm like, motherfucker. And, and he kept talking to her for five, 10 minutes. He's like, I can tell she wasn't that into him, right? I'm like, God damn it. That, oh, that she's being, her time is being wasted on him instead of me. <laughs> and like, he's following her around the Whole Foods and all this stuff. But um, that's, you know, and, and I'm like, you know, what the hell, you know? And, and I was about to call someone and say, look, I'm not like, why, why am I so damn nervous and blah, blah, blah. I said, because she's hot and everything. And then I just realized I just haven't uh, approached enough recently. It came back in. The anxiety is kicking back in. So, you know, after I got a few more reps in the mall, then I was able to do that. And then later at night at the bar, um, um, I did another approach, two approaches actually, and got an Instagram from one. And it was one of the most comfortable conversations I've had. Uh, with a girl right. in a, a long time. I like just fucking teasing her and uh, like using my, and I'm doing stand-up comedy now too. So like I busted a lot of the jokes and my buddy was like, hey, Max, this is nice. Like when they were giving you shit, you you busted them on that. Like uh, when I don't know, they started talking to themselves and I said, okay, fine. I'm just going to tell my friend that. And they're like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. They'd come back and they're like wanting to hear the story. Like that sort of shit, right? Like gave zero fucks. Um, so like that was part of, of the reward of doing that, but like, you know, after getting back in, after getting past the shitty parts, it gets, gets back easier again. Right. Um, 
so so that's 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 one thing and the the other thing my concern for you and i, I know we're off topic i'm kind of wandering off here and there i asked you about like how many compliments and how many directs um i will ask for directions or something just to warm up if i'm really like whatever right because sometimes it's just the nerve of talking to a stranger but it's like only once or twice and i'm ready to do a direct opener um at this point i'm done giving a fuck about like the rejection like like you know usually women say oh, i have a boyfriend but you know i'm taking her like that's really nice of you like i, I kind of like those women but um how would i put this yeah it's it's not the rejection it's not the rejection that I care, that I care about anymore. That's, that's up to you. You're, you're telling yourself that it means something about you. And it doesn't, you know, for me, I'm just, I'm glad I did it. Like for me, it's like, you know, look, look at my greatest regret. Is it the girl that gave me the cold shoulder or is it that hot girl at Whole Foods I didn't talk to? Yeah. Right? Yeah, I got to the point where um, I don't know, the pain, the, the kind of like self pain I would feel for pussing out. It was worth just doing it. So I wouldn't feel that. Like it was really just a conversation with myself where like, all right, here's an opportunity, Robbie. Are you going to be a fucking loser and tell yourself an excuse? Or are you going to do it? Because if you do it, you're going to feel good, no matter what happens. You're going to feel yes. good because at least you get to tell yourself, I'm not a fucking loser. I'm someone that goes after the things I want in life. I'm not someone who makes excuses. Um, Cause I'm like that sort of black or white mentality is so strong in my brain from approaching that I like, I don't want to live with myself after like, I know for the next 10, 15, 30 minutes, maybe, maybe even like, you know, I remember, I can remember even a few situations from a couple of months ago where I was like, damn, that girl's fucking hot. And I didn't do it. And like, those hurt a lot more. You always remember mm -hmm. those than the ones that tell you to fuck off. You forget about the ones that tell you to fuck off immediately. Like, yeah, yeah. sure. I can think back and remember, but it's, it's, I'm like, whatever. I did it. Good job. The funny yeah. thing, I love how you, you guys are saying the worst thing is a girl not like acknowledging you or telling you to fuck off. I think those are the best ones because they're so fucking funny. But the worst ones, they're the ones where you, um, you're really into the girl, but you're just lost for words. So your mind is just completely blank. You're standing there, you're nervous as hell, whole throat is tightening, and you're feeling awkward as hell. And you run away and you feel shitty afterwards. And you're like, I'm such a fucking loser. And you feel so awkward. And she felt so awkward. I don't know if she felt, I just felt so awkward. And I had multiple of those and they just, they just sit there. I think that's the worst that can happen. Just the, the pure awkwardness of standing there. Well, you just get to the point. I mean, well, Max, go first. Like, what, do you still experience that? Like, like standing and not go approaching at all, feeling awkward? No, or? no, no, approaching and then going up and saying, hey, my name is Jacob. What is your name? And she's like, um, I'm, I'm Emily. And then you're like, oh, Emily, so what do you study? She's like, biofoods. And you're like, oh, cool. And then she's oh. like, uh, so what do you study? I'm like, mechanical engineering. Okay. Yeah, yeah, look, that still happens to me from time to time. I mean, um, was it in Publix during um, that, that one girl's like, uh, I was asking, so where are you from? Or like, oh, I asked about, oh, you got some steak here, huh? And they're like, oh, so uh, where are you from? And she's like, I don't have time for this. And she walks off. I'm like, God damn. <laughs> no, no, I'm not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying her wanting to keep talking to you, but uh -huh. you're just, so you get to the point where you're like, mm -hmm. so I studied mechanical engineering. It's just like, oh, so you like that? I'm like, yeah. Uh, do you like what you're studying? And she's like, yeah. And then you're so like, you, 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 you're not liking when you're, you feel like you're being awkward in a conversation. Yeah. Or more. Yeah. I'm just, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to ask. I don't know what to comment. Oh. My whole mind just freezes. I find you're that not so present. uncomfortable. You're not present. Yeah, dude, that, yeah I know. That, <laughs> but it's uncomfortable as hell. It's take it's a deep shit. breath. Dude. So, so is, uh, doing, so, so is, is doing squats. <laughs> you know, like the, 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 
the obstacle is the way like this is like talking through your experience you're doing it is your training i know i'm just saying that that is my worst fear when i'm i'm seeing a girl and uh -huh. i'm like i want to go talk to her it's not her rejecting me i don't give a fuck about that like uh -huh. i don't care but being in that awkward situation of not knowing what to say that just fucks with my mind and i don't what do you what, what do you make that mean uh I don't know. It, it feels like it's my responsibility. I came up there. It's my responsibility to make this happen. Uh -huh. And then I just failed. I, I, yeah. I failed in having a basic conversation with a human being. I was like, well, shit. Okay. I, I got it. But like, there's a, a certain judgment you pass on someone who's like that. Like imagine a guy doing that. Um, you know, like they're being awkward or you're seeing a cringeworthy conversation and being awkward. Like you're saying, what's your first thought about, that person he uh he doesn't know how to if i see someone who's yeah. in that situation i'm like oh yeah. man i feel you i've been there so many times <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, yeah what kind of person is he mm. he's an awkward autistic weird guy who studies at an engineering school okay got it <laughs> <laughs> i've met them <laughs> all right yeah so you don't want to be that guy Right, that is that's true. your worst fear. But notice that, like, so that's the, the, so the next time that comes up, you know, embrace, embrace that mental chatter. It's like, oh yeah, I, that there it is again. Like, I, I don't want to be that awkward, mentally autistic, weird engineering guy, and I'm afraid of being that right now. You know, and like, you just want to notice that fear sensation. Like, when I actually took a moment. Um, um, Saturday to remind myself, oh yeah, like this is, this is just my body is the sensations when there's anxiety. Like sometimes I tell myself there's no difference between that and excitement. Like I really can't tell the difference. So I might as well just, I don't have any reason. So just go. Um, hey, you, you no. get over that. Like, yeah. Eventually when you do enough of them and you rack up enough, like, victories in your mind um and you know i i did, did an approach probably let's see a month and a half ago um and that happened where i was like totally just like tongue-tied um and it felt shitty um and i was able to like just essentially try to get her instagram and leave but I was kicking myself after like, fuck, that was like so lame, you know, like, and then I was like, oh, it was my first one for the day. All right. Give yourself a break. But that, that only happens now. Like I can remember one in the last, I don't know, mm -hmm. year where that happened because I'm just, it's so easy for me to be present in those conversations. Cause I've had so many of them. Like there, yeah. there's the fear was there because it was the first one or the, the, I wasn't present because it was the first one. The other reason I wasn't present is because I like, I did like three laps. I was actually on a, a coaching call with uh, Ivan and I was talking to him and the excuses in my mind were like, Oh, I'm on a coaching call. I, you know, probably shouldn't do it. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I wasn't present for the coaching call anymore because I was just thinking about how I was being a fucking pussy. And I was like, Hey, Ivan, like I'm going to hit on this girl. Listen. And for, you know, for him, that was way more valuable than whatever bullshit we were talking about. <laughs> and I, you know, I kind of killed two birds with one stone. But because I was, I didn't just do it. That's what made me not present. Like the hesitation creates, creates more anxiety. Mm -hmm. so, like if you're, if you're, the more you hesitate, the more anxiety you're going to have when you go in those conversations. And the only way to get over that running out of shit to say is to do a bunch of them. So you are present. I'm not afraid of that happening. How do you say this? I don't have a problem with that happening, but my fear of not going up to a girl to approach her is because I'm fearing that is is going to happen. Does that make sense? Like okay. I'm, I, I know it's going to end at some point, and I I like I, and shitty approaches happen. But when I see a girl, I'm like shit. This might happen, and then I'm like shit. So that's just my main fear. But I guess the way to get over that is just for meditation and just stacking up stuff but it's it's annoying that i have that fear running my mind that's that's mostly my irritation about it and everyone has that that and that you know, that's going to keep happening for a long time and the only way there's no way around it there's only a way through it by doing more
what is so my the other problem is if I have masturbated a couple of times and watched porn in one day, I will have no motivation to go and hit on a girl. I'm like, I don't give a shit about any girls in the world. How what do you do to drive yourself through that? How do you say, Well, I, I'm not what you don't masturbate. Stop it. Don't <laughs> yeah, but I'm, don't I'm just saying sometimes it, I'm in a mood where I'm not like turned on sometimes i can just look at a girl and be like fuck and then see another girl and be like, oh shit uh but sometimes i'll just have days where i'm like i don't really care for girls today what do you tell yourself when you're when you have those days but you can like you, you can see she's objectively attractive but you don't have any like feelings about it well that that i like it, do you have those days ever if you don't masturbate uh no, but I masturbate. <laughs> oh, like you're you're essentially spending your energy on masturbating, and you're missing out on, you know, do you feel great after you masturbate, or do you feel like, oh, well, I get money for it, so yeah, pretty great. Well, that's different because you're <laughs> <laughs> you're getting paid to masturbate, but it may not be the best career path, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> the. Uh, you know, yeah, you make a few bucks by jizzing in a cup and selling it, but um, at the expense of life experiences, it may not be worth it. Mm. But my, my question is more, so the reason why I was asking what benefits have it been for guys apart from dating is I want to be able to say to myself, so what I've been saying to myself is I want to challenge myself and I want to be better to at social interactions. So therefore, I need to go up to the girl and, and hit on her. But what have been some major life-changing things you've seen or you guys have experienced through just doing it, which is not like apart from dating, but like work, for example, or friends or family or some, some great stuff. I, I can share. Um, you mean from day game? Yeah. Yeah, or for sure. Like, for, like in the beginning, you, you were asking me like, what, what happened? Like one month ago, you're like, or a couple months ago, you're seeing me this person and then right now, like I'm getting, I'm getting so much better in dates and, um, and everything and approaches. Um, this it's, it's from day game. It's because you don't care. You, you, you don't, you don't have to reject. You don't, you don't, you're not afraid of the rejection. You're okay with it. Um, and, uh, I feel more calm, grounded, uh, as a person too. And, um, it helps me at work. It helps me at, in dating. It helps me approaching girls. How does it love you in work? Um, for me, I, I am, I had to call clients and uh and uh it's it's always like some kind of fear because they might be rude or anything i don't know and it's it's kind of like an approach because you're not even attracted to that person <laughs> it's even harder <laughs> you have to like make deals with them but um right now i i feel okay um especially last week i was asking max about like what, how to deal with difficult people and um to acknowledge everything I acknowledge their motivation and just listen the first key is to pr be present and active listen and um and i think it can also solve your your problem that you said you're not freezing and you feel scared or like you feel nervous or some some emotions you felt um it's you can you can always feel these emotions and you can call it out to the girl say look i'm really nervous um but it's because of you that makes me feel that um and over time, you can keep improving, and then it will. You don't feel that anymore. You will feel more calm, and uh, yeah. Yeah, that's all. Um, it's a good uh, point you brought up as well near the end too. Like a lot of good points, but uh, Jacob, if you find yourself in an awkward situation, um, so a friend of mine said, gave a good definition of awkward is two people experiencing awkward and not acknowledging its existence. So just acknowledge, hey, this conversation seems kind of awkward. How about talk, how about I ask you something so I can really get to know you? you yeah, know? make a joke. Just, yeah. just just tell her you're okay with being awkward. You don't have to yeah. like do all the awareness and like, ah, I have to yeah. experience everything. Just share it. Share it with the world. Yeah. Well, the I've, I've done that. <laughs> Where I'm like, oh, this is awkward. I don't know what to say. Then she's like, yeah, it's, it's a little bit awkward. And I'm like, yeah, I, I literally don't know what to say. It's just like, me neither. And we're just standing there looking at each other in the eyes. And there's just nothing. 
and it's getting worse because I'm not like this at that moment. My whole throat is tightening. My my chest is tightening. My stomach's tightening. My arms are tightening, and I can't control it. <laughs> my whole body's locking up. My voice is getting lower, and we're just looking at each other in the eyes, and it's just awkward as hell. We're like, "Fuck." <laughs> we, we practice this on our role play, so so bring that up on our Wednesday role play. Okay. Yeah. And eventually you get to the point where <laughs> like if, if I have an awkward conversation, I know it's not me. Like yeah, I'm yeah. never fucking mm -hmm. awkward. I'm only awkward if someone else is being awkward. And I can usually help them to feel not awkward. Because I can call it out, I can make a joke, I can like because I'm present, I know how to steer them out of awkwardness. And sometimes if it's just they're being awkward then like I, I no longer put that burden on myself because I've experienced that so many times so that I don't, I don't end up having that negative experience that, that you're having. And that just also came from doing it. Um, and I'm so like, like I used to get awkward if I was, if the girl, like if I thought the girl was, you know, out of my league or this or that, the other, but I don't experience it anymore. Like I don't, there's, I don't feel like any girls out of my league and it took me a really long time to get there. You know, that probably shifted for me. Like, I don't know, maybe even within the last year, year and a half, maybe. Um, and that's from someone who's been approaching girls <laughs> since I was 23 years old and I'm 38. Um, it's, you know, 15 years later doing it like as my job as well, <laughs> so, you know, to get over your own sort of mental bullshit, like maybe I'm slow, I don't know, but I don't know many other guys who have reached that point either. Um, and you know, out of everything I've done, that's probably like the what that that's one thing where I can I I get to like kind of pat myself on the back for because I was so fucking awkward around girls when I was young. Like I like I was the worst, the biggest nice guy, the biggest fucking pussy, tongue tied like. Yeah, I was so fucking scared to do this. So like coming from that end of the spectrum to where I am now, it like, it's a huge sense of personal accomplishment. And it's just from putting in the hard work, you know? So eventually that goes away is what I'm saying. Um, like any excuse you're telling yourself or any fear, like all that shit goes away. And yeah. it just, it just goes away from doing it and getting really good. <laughs> like there's no, like, and I tried every shortcut and, you know, everything possible. It just, you know, it was like, did, did you listen to the call with Igor? Uh, yeah, I didn't listen to it all. Okay. Like he, he's one of the other few guys I know in the world that is also at that level that who has done just the volume of this. Um, you know, and there's obviously other guys and other like other like sales or, or something where they're just constantly risking rejection, you know, and putting themselves out there, putting themselves out there. And eventually you get to the point where you just don't give a fuck at all. So you're never awkward because and if the girl's awkward, you're like, <laughs> she quickly understands she's the fucking awkward one. She's the idiot. And then they stop being awkward. So like the whole that whole thing just goes away completely. Mm. but like, you just you, you just get to the point where you're like you're how can i make the analogy for something else maybe like business or something like if you're like a super fucking successful business guy and you walk into a meeting and that other person is just like not on the same page maybe they don't see the value maybe whatever the reason you're just like i don't need to waste my time you're mentally like bye-bye, <laughs> you know, like, so you don't end up feeling that loss of personal power. I guess that's what it is. Like right but now, that's, that's, that is because you're confident in what you're doing. Yeah. Like, like yeah. I heard this example of first time you tried to walk, you weren't very confident in it, but like, you know, even though you're sitting down or laying down, you're pretty confident that you're going to walk. Like if you want to, you'll be able to walk, but that's only because you've done it so many times. Exactly. There, you know, hmm. and if you but fail, confidence well, comes from certainty. Right. What? Sorry. Confidence comes from certainty. 
yeah but i think yeah what is what is you guys motivation for doing this i know max it's making sure that you find a spouse that is the best for you possible and you can create a beautiful life with same also for you robbie yeah same yeah like you don't want to miss your chance when you see someone potential and you just chicken out and then you just don't make a move it could she could be potentially really bond with you and have great chemistry yeah the flip side of this jacob I, i've seen so many times fucking kill me if you ever see in this position is that person that that you settle with who's also settling for you that is fucking depressing like um i i i i know of this one guy but you know you can it doesn't take long to see many examples he comes home he knows exactly what his wife is going to do at six o'clock seven o'clock she's going to be watching jeopardy wheel of fortune they haven't had sex in two years um and the only reason he's with her is because he knows like his life is predictable and he knows what to expect like that's it it's like it's the fear of he's there because he fears being alone and being by yeah having to take care of himself yeah mine mine too was um that's definitely a big one um i always experience a lot of boredom um either like boredom and a feeling that i settled when i was with a girl that that was the case and i was a root i mean maybe that's why it took me 15 years because i would i would often spend like two or three years in a relationship where i felt like i settled and yeah and mm -hmm. like no you lie to yourself or you say oh blah, blah blah but like you can't avoid you can't lie to yourself right so eventually i would exit those relationships for that reason um but won't you always feel like you've settled at some point i mean even though you're with uh, Mary now, but as soon as you see uh, even a hotter girl or you meet, hang out with a lot, let's say you meet, meet a cooler or hotter girl, then you're gonna be like, well, I want that thing over there and I have this thing, so. It doesn't, it doesn't exist for me. <laughs> me, me, me. Me neither. Like I kind of knew at the beginning, you know, that there were some, you know, shortcomings like like this isn't gonna this is this is not an ideal fit right uh yeah like i i i've been with so many girls i've dated so many girls where like uh you know that just doesn't that's not out there <laughs> and i'm sure that's not out there and I'm really happy that I'm sure because I don't have to lie to myself about it. Mm. Like I'm a hundred percent positive. Hey, if that changes one day, it might, you know, I hope it doesn't. I don't think it will. <laughs> right. But like that exists. So I know that's not an issue currently. Yeah. Well, I find it a little bit difficult as well because I broke up with my girlfriend last year and like, she was the first person I ever really loved and like she was fucking great and the sweetest girl ever. I broke up with her. I was like, no, I need to do this day game thing. And then half a year later, I meet a like just this awesome girl and I'm like fall in love straight away. But I'm like, no, can't happen. I'm, I'm doing this day game thing. And I ended it with her as well because she's like, I don't want you to see another girl. So I'm like, it's, it's going to happen. I'm kind of like, shit, did I make a mistake there? Because those two girls were just fucking cool. Well, sometimes yeah. it might not be about the girl. It might be about your own journey, which is what yeah. you're describing. Like the day game thing is part of this journey you're on of improving yourself. And there was part of you that was like, I can't improve myself in this relationship. And so it wasn't really about the day game thing. It was more about like, I'm in a, in, in a situation where like, I'm at the ceiling and when you when you also feel that you're you know that's kind of when you know like did you ever read the alchemist yeah perfect example that's all that book is about 
like yeah, reaching a point, settling there, and then re realizing you actually have to get to, go to pyramids. Exactly. Okay. And yeah. and you're you know it, it might switch for you like it might switch from girls it might change to business it might change to family like there's so many different games you can play in life, right? But you should usually like when I've got to the point where I feel like all right I've reached the end of this game I just and I'm I'm content with that then I'll just kind of switch games. So 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 do you do you. Because I'm so young, so I don't know this. But do you feel like, like you reached the the treasure in that story, or like the pyramids, multiple times, in different fields, and just do you ever feel? Do you ever? How do you do you know when you reach the treasure? Do you know when you reach the pyramids? Like know that? I think yeah, yeah, I I have when it comes to this stuff. But you're not Dan Bilzerian. I I've been him. <laughs> I've lived his life. You've seen my Instagram. <laughs> Yeah, but you you have seen Dan Basilian's Instagram, and it's just like his phones are just bigger, and there's just more models. No, exactly. And I got to the point where I was on a boat with twenty models, um, and I was like, "This is boring. Like, I, I'm not interested in this anymore. Like, this game is no longer fun." Um, it took a lot of boats and a lot of girls to to get there, and like that was. You know, for me, like I saw the Dan Blazarian thing and I was like, ooh, that's that's a pyramid I want to chase, right? And then I did that. And I was like, and, I, and you know, that was at the end of like 2018. Um, you know, the girl I was dating then now has like 4 million Instagram followers. <laughs> like, um, and it was more about like, it was, it was more about the validation as well from other guys um just as like a personal goal as well like oh if, if dan can do it or if this guy can do it then i should be able to do it and i knew when i felt like okay i did it you know it's like i, I don't know you can make i don't want to sound like uh like a bragging asshole by saying this or something but like michael jordan like he won three nba championships and he was like i'm gonna play baseball <laughs> right why do you play baseball because basketball was no longer like there was another pyramid there. So he just switched sports. Right. And then he realized, okay, I'm, you know, maybe, maybe I made a mistake. <laughs> I went back to basketball. <laughs> right. But that's, you know, that's why he walked away from basketball to play baseball because he was like, all right, this is no longer a challenge. This game is not interesting. So I'm going to switch games. But most people still, if you take Jeff Bezos, he's just, he just makes more money. Like that's his goal. Well, you see you, that I mean, with like you, you might not so you might not know what the driver is behind him. Maybe he's out to like do some really really world life changing shit. He probably is. Maybe he's not quite as vocal about it as like an Elon Musk, or you know, it, it's hard to really some you know maybe you just don't know what's behind his. I I would guess, or maybe he's just like for him it's just. Who knows? But there's some motivation there, you know, or he wouldn't do it. Or if you take, I don't, you just see a lot of people who try to come from one to infinity. Like, I want to be happy. And then they, they start trying to meet as many people as possible. They try to do as much fitness as possible. They try to be as healthy as possible, but they're still not happy. Like they're doing all this shit and just keep going at it. And yeah, I, I, I can address that, Jacob. I, I, I've seen this. And experience this, um, and and how to put this. So what you're talking about is the 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 having to be happy paradox. Okay, um, I'm just kind of making up that phrase right now. But like it's it's like hey, if I did have this or I accomplish this, then I will be happy. If I reach a billion dollars, then I can live the life of my dreams. If I can have all these women, then I'll be happy. Um, this career, then I'll be happy. And almost pr pretty much everyone says the same thing when they reach it. It's like, okay, I'm happy. That lasted for maybe two weeks, right? Or if I win the gold medal, actually talk, look at interviews with Olympians, right? Especially 
if you know that was their life thing and it wasn't their choice it was like that happiness lasted maybe five minutes and they're then on the training their asses off again fucking miserable right um because it's it's you're they're looking for something outside of them to provide the happiness versus you know to go to something to that that cliche right it's not the destination it's the journey right like you know why are you doing this in the first place you know what's what's the what's the real reason what's the th real thing that you want so and that's the reason why you look at like elon musk right now he's now the fourth wealthiest man in the world right tesla shooting up but it's never been about the i'm clear it's never been about the money for him like he really wants to save humanity from extinction making a multi-planetary species get the world off energy like this is very inspiring stuff and everything he does is very consistent with that and that puts his self-esteem that gives him so much energy because your life means like really means something like that and, and i read his biography like he he really he came to the a conclusion of enlightening humanity at an age of at the age of 13. <laughs> okay so anyway like like that's just one example so you 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 want to uh it, it, and it, it's strange like it's how how many people don't get this like there's a lot of billionaires very wealthy people the next thing they're like the next thing they want to do is make even more money after they make a billion or now they want to make two billion ten billion it's all about like showing off to their friends who they don't really like anyway yeah it's um well a couple of things i'm hearing from what you said max so it sounds like you know you if you keep playing you just keep finding a bigger game to play you know like for us the idea of like saving the race for <laughs> the human race for extinction is like that's such a big game you're like ah. <laughs> right but for elon it's like it's like oh okay i, I see the I, I see the vision of it i i'm executing on it that sort of thing you know yeah you may never accomplish it but are you working on it do you feel like a million bucks working on it yeah you feel good to do it if you don't yeah. do it you feel bad basically yeah um, and it's, and it's not like you also, I mean, I don't know, like you could, some people who, I don't know, maybe like the, uh, the monk who burned himself alive, um, you know, his, you know, th that like, I don't know what you call it, level of Zen or that level of, uh, consciousness to be able to sit in a, you know, in, in flames <laughs> and not move because like he was, that was his craft or that was his. You know that like the game he was playing to be the most conscious enlightened being like on the earth like you know it's a pretty big game <laughs> to the point where like it transcended his will to live even like for him mm -hmm. like showing people that that is possible was probably his definition of like the biggest game he could play which transcended his like actual like existence so that's a pretty big one you know like um, you know, you can get into nihilism and all that sort of stuff as well. Um, but usually when you're playing a big game, it, it kind of goes in that direction of like consciousness. And like, that's a big part of what I do too. That like doing, playing this game makes me feel like incredibly conscious, incredibly aware. Um, everyone has like, you, it doesn't really matter what you're doing. You could be, you know, lighting yourself right. on fire, meditating, or you could be building, you know, rockets. You have your own version of that. I would say. And, so, and, Jacob, and the uh, common thread and, and what a lot of people share this, like you're, 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 you're building towards or working towards, or you're up to something bigger than yourself. Yeah. And I, you I, get that? I, yeah, I think Jacob, you just got to find out your why, your why, why are you doing this and try to know yourself better what you want and if you don't know right now i i don't i still don't know what i want i'm 24 um just experiment different things and you can you you usually have a better sense of something you don't want so if you try this like enough time and then you can say i don't want this and then you can out of the try different things and eventually you as Robbie said you'll find something that makes you feel alive and 
you want to really work on it and that's your purpose that's your why and uh yeah yeah and one day you might play baseball instead And, and just to give you a little uh, bonus so you can avoid the pitfalls there, right? Uh, one of the pitfalls uh, for um, God your age is this notion that you should know what to do with your life. Like people ask you, hey, what, what do you want to major in? What, do you, what kind of job? What kind of career? And many times it's bullshit because you have no experience. How can you possibly know, right? I'm here. And so I, I can't stress enough. It's okay not to know. What's not okay is to repeat the same shit that you've done last year, not trying new things, and then like sitting still and complaining and wishing the world would give that to you. Okay. Because, well, I have a pretty clear idea of what I want. And I'm not saying you're doing that. I'm just. Yeah. Um, Well, two things I want to say. I'm I'm thinking a little bit about how I really want to just be in a relationship right now. I just Mm -hmm. like in this moment right now, and I it sometimes changes, but. Like right now, I just want to hang out with my ex-girlfriend, lay in bed with her, make dinner with her, watch a movie together with her, just fucking chill. Like that's that's really what I do. I, w- I want to hang out with my friends. I want to do sports. I want to do different things. But I, I don't have really the drive for approaching. Because I don't know. Like it's, no, it's You're just not present to a why. That's all. Yeah, okay. There's no I, like dr- drive. The lack of drive is always a lack of presence to your why. That's it. Uh, the, or the other question is too, like if I don't know if that feels to you like I don't know Nirvana or something. <laughs> Maybe it does. And um, I don't know to give to give you an example. Um, uh, my dad, like he's a great doctor but he's like an awesome family man. And he's, I can just tell he's, he's very happy. He's very content. He's, he loves going to work every day and, you know, cutting surgery or cutting uh, cancer out of people and, you know, helping people grow their hair back or, you know, being a dermatologist, right? He's, he's really, really inspired to do. He's constantly reading books on, you know, how to, how to be a better dermatologist. And he's just really happy with his family. Um, and he's always been a good example to me of like, well, of everyone I know that's like fucking happy, I don't know anyone who seems more happy and and more content than my dad. He's never in a bad mood. He's always just he just seems fucking happy. Um, and it's not like he's out, you know, trying to. He doesn't have this big crazy fucking vision or, or dream. I don't know. Like I haven't really asked him, but <laughs> like just from he's been doing this same sort of thing so long. He's always content. Gets to go play tennis. You know, like that can that can be an awesome life too. You know, like it, it's whatever is kind of true for you, I guess you could say. Yeah. I don't know, but no. Yeah, like you don't have to like be Elon Musk and like have those crazy like save the world, save humanity motivation. You can be just I want to make a living. Uh, I don't want to like be worried about my 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 next dinner or something. And I just want to have a girlfriend with me. Then that's totally fine with you if that's what you want. That's the the, the key. Is to be present and uh, is to be true true to yourself, I guess. Yeah, and going back to the present thing, like he's 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 very present all the time. So I can that's why he seems happy because he's very present with what he's doing and really seems to be enjoying what he's doing. Like you can tell people who are settling, and who aren't present what they're doing that it's usually because they're settling. And then there's this nagging voice in their head like, "Fuck, I shouldn't be here right now. I should be doing something else. Like I'm this situation sucks." Um, and that's kind of like your, your guidance, you know? Yeah. Internal GPS. Shit, this got deep. <laughs> <laughs> so on that you're, note, you're asking good questions. Keep talking to, yeah. keep talking to people, ask them, uh, about their lives, find out how happy or sad they are. You do the reflective listening. You can. Uh, you don't even have to ask them if you're happy or not. They all say they're happy, but if you actually listen for the emotion, <laughs> it says everything. Most people have shitty vibes. I know. <laughs> Most people have very ordinary, lackluster lives. Yeah. No, it's shitty lives because they hate their lives, so it's pretty shitty. 
They're yeah. walking dead. Most people are walking dead. Yeah. Numb. Numb to their lives. <laughs> it's 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 weird just on the topic of what to do when you're in your 20s i have a lot of friends from high school where like i've it's, it's it's crazy to see how my friends are just basically doing nothing with their lives like the first goal girl who hits on them eh, at the bar they get into a relationship with her and they stay in a relationship with that girl for like three years and then they break up get a new one and it's just like what the fuck are you doing with your life they're do- going to the same bar every day. They're 20, and they're just doing the same rhythm every single day. They're not even, like, getting education, and that's free in Denmark. It's just... Yeah, but that's... You, they, they, you don't know how they feel about that, though. For you, that's... Oh, I know. They feel shitty. They, okay. they hate their lives. You know they feel, <laughs> they feel shitty, then, then sure. You know? Um, but, yeah, you just... Basically, what I'm saying is don't fall into the... Like, oh, I know, I know better than, I, I know, like, you don't know them, right? You don't, it's, it's, people are so complex, they can never really explain what the fuck <laughs> they're doing, why they're doing it, like, um, so just, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll get into that, like, look at all these idiots, <laughs> you know, all these zombies walking dead, like, they're probably looking at me and saying the same shit. Hmm. Hard to say. Thanks for listening. If you want more, go to innerconfidence.com and don't forget to subscribe to this podcast for the latest episodes.